time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday. Your best look ahead at the weekend sport with a focus on the Dons from Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway and myself, Dave McDermott. In tonight's show, we look back at Wednesday's disappointment and ahead to Sunday's revenge. We have a chat with Craig Brown and Archie Knox, the rest of the Premiership and the Predictor. Friday and after Wednesday's horror show at Ibrox, the Dons will be looking to bounce back at Pitodry on Sunday against the same opponents, Dave. Yeah, that's right and the manager's telling us uh, where it all went wrong at Ibrox. Rangers obviously go a different shape and tactically we try to deal with that. You know, you can always um, look at tactics too much and how you set up. There still needs to be a desire to match runs and, and get on top of your direct opponent. Still got to be a need to win tackles and win more headers. And regardless of systems and tactics, we've never done enough of that. Rangers were far more lively, I think, as I say, they get helped with the, the start. Clumsy penalty to give away. Um, and when the game kind of settled down a wee bit towards the end of the first half, you know, it was only really then we started to put um, some sort of semblance of a, of a show of what we're capable of and we started to get on top of things. And we're all responsible. I'm partly responsible for it, just like the players are. But we spoke about it. Nobody's, as I say, um, feeling sorry for themselves. There's no finger pointing, just a, a collective responsibility to do a lot better. And Andrew, shiny, it was not a good night, was it? It wasn't, unfortunately, as the manager said, you know, after the game. The game, the, the plan was to silence the Ibrox crowd and, you know, increase the, the nerves that were going around there. But unfortunately, it went the wrong way. They scored early. Uh, it it galvanised the crowd, lifted their players, and we just never got going. And it's not only that the manager, the players, everybody knows that we just didn't turn up, do, don't they, Dave? Yeah, that, that's absolutely spot on Dave um, Cowrie Arneson we've been speaking to him today the Icelandic defender says it was a very bad night at the office we didn't see that result coming uh, we just didn't play well enough especially in the first half and then they get the gift of the third goal which was offside and that seals it uh, we had belief that we could come back and and uh, squeeze something out of the game in the second half but uh, that third goal absolutely killed the game it's hard to put a finger on it, but like we have to, we have to show up. We have to start from the first, from the minute, from minute one, and, and just do what we're good at. And we we didn't keep the ball well enough in the first half, and, and I don't know. We we tended to lump it long for for most of the first half, and that wasn't good enough. Yeah, it wasn't good enough, but a chance, a very quick chance to exact a, a wee bit of revenge on Sunday. Well, that's what all the players said after it. You know, it was the ideal fixture to have after going down so meekly at Ibrox. So uh, we'll see what what it's like, but uh, they all know that they've got to be so much better than they showed. Absolutely, and uh, the gap now, th- just the three points between ourselves and uh, the Ibrox side. Yeah, it, it, it could have been nine, but it's three. However, the manager is confident that the Dons on Sunday will re-establish that six-point advantage over Rangers and then go on to clinch second place. We've had some setbacks on the road this season already, um, but we've also shown a decent level of consistency. That's why we're sitting now into December and we're sitting second in the league, so it's no all doom and gloom and you know, people needed to be reminded of that. But at the same time, we're well aware that at this club, when you lose games, criticism comes and uh, it's about dealing with that and responding to that. And you know, I fully expect us to, to, to try and, as I say, do a lot better, especially in the early part of the game, to make the game go our way. 
and we're searching for that consistency uh, like any team to go and put wins back to back and hopefully we, we can do that but first things first let's go and try and get the three points back that, that we lost the other night And normally, Andrew, it's exactly what we do. We mentioned the bounce-back ability of uh, Aberdeen. It's always been apparent. Yeah, um, you just don't want to see it crop up too many times, unfortunately. It has in, in recent weeks uh, after the, the defeats against Motherwell, against Celtic, Motherwell again at Petaudry and now Rangers. Um, it's been a wee bit of a sticky spell, but uh, there's enough quality in that squad, albeit we're going to miss Ryan Christie, uh, Greg Tanzi and Gary Mackay-Steven by the looks of things uh, on Sunday. There's enough uh, strength and depth there that uh, we can go into the game with a fair degree of confidence as long as everybody hits top form. Absolutely. And, and again, it was a point the manager made last week, I think it was, Dave, that uh, this busy period between injuries and suspension and also just the amount of games, the whole of this first team squad is going to be needed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you you look at Aberdeen's substitute bench, and and there's plenty of quality in there. Well, a lot of the the players that uh, were on the subs bench on uh, Wednesday at Ibrox, they will probably get get starting places. I, I would imagine that uh, in addition to the uh, the players that have been brought in because of injury and suspension, I think the manager might make one or two uh, tweaks to to freshen the the side up. Um, but there is is a great determination right throughout that squad to put things right at the first time uh, of asking and Cowrie Arneson said that is what everyone is determined to do on Sunday The positives are we're still in in, in the driver's seat uh, against Rangers and, and we just need to, to perform to uh, get a result and uh, we go into every game to win it and that's our intentions and we know how, how important this is to the fans and everyone around the club and us so we, we just got to perform that's as simple as that it's as simple as that Andrew and it is a day where everyone needs to just stick together with the same objective which is getting these three points yeah uh, that's what it's all about I mean I, I saw that attitude from the youth team yesterday uh, down at Hamilton where they went a goal behind a man down uh, and you thought this could be a real struggle but everybody put their hands to the, uh, to the pump uh, and it ended up winning 4-2 the manager was watching that and I'm sure he went and told the first team players uh, today at training what he'd seen and that's what you'll be expecting on Sunday Absolutely and uh, we're just uh, under a thousand tickets left so hopefully by the time Sunday lunchtime comes around it will be a sellout Yeah hopefully I mean it was just about a sellout at Ibrox on Wednesday night through Rangers great start and Aberdeen's dreadful start that really got the Ibrox legions up and at them uh, there was a terrific atmosphere there let's have the same at a pack Petori let's have it bouncing Derek McInnes is urging the Red Army to make some noise. Well, we've asked for that often enough. You know, I think certain games um, generate that a bit easier than others, and certainly this game, I'm sure, will be one that supporters are eager to get behind the team. But you know, we've got to help them as we normally do, and um, you know, we try and play the game on the pitch that the supporters expect. Um, but hopefully, we can then expect that noise from the sides to, to get behind the team because it'll be a collective effort if we're going to get the job done. Um, and hopefully, as I say, with the, the, the numbers expected, um, having a strong support on the ground. Will help us. And it's a really busy spell coming up, one to look forward to. Plenty of points at stake. Yeah, not really looking at anything else, just looking at this one now and uh, making sure that we get back to winning ways and doing what we do best, which is normally performing well, competing well, and winning games.
This is North Sound One's Red Friday. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me tonight, as ever, Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. So uh, we'll get the predictions a bit later on. But in terms of your one to watch, Dave, uh, my one to watch, uh, I'm going to go for Graham Shinney, the skipper. Understandably, very disappointed indeed at the team's showing at Ibrox in midweek. Uh, he can boss the midfield on Sunday, and his leadership skills well, they can help uh, inspire the Dons to get a much-needed victory. Okay, Andrew, uh, I'm going to go for. Kenny McLean, who was the target of quite a number of fouls on Wednesday night, wasn't protected well at all by uh, Andrew Dallas, the referee. But um, you know, Kenny has said that he's he's going to be leaving the club at the end of his contract, and Rangers have made noises that they'd like to sign him. And I'm sure Kenny would like to stick one over Rangers uh, on Sunday and, and make up for the disappointment of Wednesday night. So I'm expecting a big game from him. In terms of tactics, uh, the manager admitted if. It- you know, if he played the game again, he would probably wouldn't go mm. with the same team, uh, as he said in his post-match. Uh, hindsight's a great thing, obviously. Uh, the diamond that Rangers played as Motherwell did seem to have caused us problems, but you can be sure that Derek will have uh, ways and means to address that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I totally uh, endorse what uh, the manager said about you know his tactics and the way the team performed. Yeah, maybe the tactics weren't quite right. He held his hands up with that, but um, he also said quite correctly that the the players sim- simply didn't turn up until the second half, and they can't afford to do that on Sunday. Yeah, as he said, tactics only take you so far. You you do need players to actually perform on the day. Yeah. Um, you know, all the ability in the world is useless unless you've got the desire to to go and and do the hard work that allows then the technical ability to shine through. So uh, I don't expect it to be a classic on Sunday, but I'm sure we'll see lots of effort and application from everybody in red shirts. And as as uh, the manager said there, the, the crowd do have a, a you know Sunday lunchtime. It's traditionally these games can be a bit slow to get going? Yeah, they're slow burners Sunday lunchtimes. I, I don't know whether it's because you've had a wee bit of a long lie or, or you haven't had enough time in the pub to, to get yourself um, <laughs> fired up for the game, but uh, it's Rangers. Fully fuelled for the game. Yeah, it's, it's Rangers <laughs> at Pataudry. Um You need no other mm-hmm. uh, incentive to, to get yourself fired up for the game. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the fans will play a part, but uh, they've got to get behind the team and sing, sing, make a lot of noise and keep it going from the first minute to the last. It's time to talk dogs. Stand free with North Sound One's Red Friday. Listen to North Sound One's Red Friday with Andrew Shiny, Dave Galloway, and myself, Dave McDermott. The Dons are on Sunday service this weekend, and uh, Dave G, you've been chatting to the former Dons management team of Craig Brown and Archie Knox. Yeah, pleasure to catch up with them today. I've been speaking to the dynamic duo at a charity lunch for Northeast Sensory Services, which helps those who are blind or partially sighted. Here are their views on all the speculation surrounding Derek McInnes. I'm trying to be immodest, but we are the doctors of Scottish football because two clubs were ailing a bit. Uh, Motherwell had lost seven in a row, I think, Archie, and Aberdeen, the same Aberdeen, the bottom of the league when we took over, uh, which is unheard of for Aberdeen. So we managed to do a wee resuscitation job with two clubs. So in medical terms, you would say we're the doctors of uh, Scottish football, but we would like to have been op- the op- opportunity at Motherwell or, and or at Aberdeen to perhaps do better, you know, in terms of trophy winning. 
but we need to be a bit younger, I think, <laughs> to manage to do that. But I think we served our purpose at both clubs uh, quite, uh, uh, I would say, successfully. What would you say, Archie, are the, the key ingredients that make you and Craig such a, a, a good partnership? Well, I mean, uh, funnily enough, it was, uh, first of all, um, working with Craig with the national team in the 2002 World Cup. So to get the opportunity to work with him at uh, the international level in 2002 was fantastic. As far as working with Craig at both Motherwell and Aberdeen was concerned, well, that came right out of the blue. I mean, I thought it was well finished, uh, you know, by the time I'd done my stints down in England and stuff like that. But uh, Craig uh, phoned me one Sunday morning and said, you fancy doing three weeks at Motherwell to help them out? because they'd lost their manager and uh, until they find another manager so that went on for a few years so uh, it was that was a great boost to you know when you're getting on in years a little bit then um, it was a great boost to become involved with Motherwell and have a good bit of success there and then come up to Aberdeen where you know I was forced to work with Alec up at Aberdeen in the 80s and uh, had the success in that period so I thoroughly enjoyed it both both, both places yeah you guys certainly steadied the ship big style um, the man in charge now Derek McInnes he's clearly taken the club to a new level um, what do you make of all the speculation that there's been it just doesn't seem to go away does it? No by all accounts then it's not going away I believe this morning and that then bookies are putting uh, odds you know favourite uh, Derek back in as uh, establishes a favourite again so you don't really know you know you have no idea I mean obviously over the weekend they'll be able to tell you when Rangers saying at their AGM yesterday that they're close to appointing someone so why they haven't done it up until now nobody knows but um, uh, you would never put the bookies being far away from being right now that'll not go down well with Aberdeen supporters and stuff like that uh, but it certainly will uh, please uh, the Rangers supporters. But again, you never know. You know, and then people, you know, uh, the chairman has come out and saying that Derek will be staying. But you know, other things come along. That, uh, know that people might change their minds or something else crops up that uh, uh, gives one club uh, an opportunity to, to approach the other one again. So you don't know. It can change uh, day to day, hour to hour. Yeah, um, I mean, after what the chairman said, after what the manager said, should that not have been the end of it? Well, you would, have, you would have thought that, but I mean, something if it's if it's resurrected again, then something else cropped up. So you don't know. They're they're speaking the truth at that particular time, but something else may have cropped up to change uh, the chairman's mind, or change the Rangers' mind, or change Derek's mind. Nobody's privy to that. We we don't know that. Although the bookies look as if they know more about it than anybody. <laughs> uh, Craig, briefly, your thoughts on that? Well, you're allowed to change your mind. That's all I would say. And. Uh, the club's allowed to change its mind the, the manager's allowed to change his mind we changed our mind about coming to Aberdeen, we initially said we were staying at Motherwell because I don't think it's a, a secret Motherwell were a far better team at the time than Aberdeen, we had come up here and won 3 nothing against Aberdeen that tells you the gap between Motherwell and Aberdeen now, when we were approached to go to Aberdeen, 
uh, we initially said no, and then we changed our mind. Now there was no financial inducement to change our mind. It was just a couple of days later, maybe speaking to people like Sir Alec, phoning us and putting a word in and saying, telling us. Well, Archie, of course, knew what a fan- fantastic club Aberdeen Football Club is. Uh, I did know it was a good club, but I didn't realise it was quite such a good club. So we changed our mind. So we cannot fault if, if, for example, uh, Derek McInnes has changed his mind and he has been asked in the past and he's changed his mind. I can't fault him for that. I would fault him for leaving. I don't want him to leave Aberdeen. I want to emphasise that uh, I dearly hope he stays with Aberdeen because he's doing so very well at Aberdeen. But you can hardly fault someone for having a change of heart. It doesn't seem to matter what uh, Aberdeen say, the speculation continues. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, everybody picked up on a comment that Dave King apparently made at the Rangers AGM about uh, they were looking at uh, a manager who's under contract. So, of course... Derek McInnes is the the only manager in the world who's under contract. Absolutely, but it is getting a wee bit, uh, you know, the managers get, get, exactly. Uh, I think everyone at the the football club and the fans are just getting a bit bored with it, aren't they, Dave? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I don't know what it takes for everyone just to draw a line under it and let Derek McInnes get on with his job. Now, the gaffer insists the speculation is no distraction and his only focus is on Aberdeen's success. It's always about the game, you know. Everything else is sideshow for everybody else to talk about. Um, you know, we've had such a poor record as a club over the last wee while down at Ibrox. Um, so, um, but we did expect more of ourselves, especially having won there last time out. Um, and we've now got a, an opportunity immediately to, to try and, you know, get the smells in the sports faces again, get the players to feel better about themselves and everybody in general. And that is the aim that we go out there on Sunday and and uh, go and get all three points. You know, we're not thinking anything else. So, all the talk, everything else is for others. We're just concentrating the job. Absolutely well said, Derek. Now, predictor time and uh, Dave, give us the league table as it stands. Well, um, uh, and just last week's scores yeah, as well. Last please. week's scores uh, first. Um, oh, yeah, and I wonder why Andrew Dave uh, said uh, let's. You wonder why you're getting to read them out. It's yeah, yeah, what did yeah, you score? Be, yeah. <laughs> uh, mm, uh, I got one. The Red Army got three. You, Andrew, got three. And Dave Mack got four. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. Um, right. The Red Army is top of the tree still. 59 points. But uh, Dave Mack has moved into second place. He has leapfrogged my Streaked good self. into second place. Indeed. Well, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> um, 50 points. Not literally. Um, my, well, I, I would hope not. Uh, myself, uh, I am on uh, 48 points, two points behind. Dave now with Mr Shiny uh, bringing up the rear uh, 43 that's 5 points uh, behind myself but a lot closer than I was just Indeed, a of weeks the gap ago. is closing absolutely yeah. indeed and uh, well let's look uh, Craig Brown is going to give us his predictions you, you caught up with Craig obviously earlier today so he's representing the, the Red Army in a minute after we've got our predictions uh, starting of course uh, Andrew with uh, Aberdeen against Rangers well I think uh, we've talked about this bounce back ability I think it's going to happen on Sunday but it's going to be tight uh, I don't think we'll uh, repeat the scoreline of Wednesday the, or get the reverse of the scoreline on Wednesday I think it'll be 2-1 to the Dons and Dave 
I am going to go for uh, 2-0 Aberdeen. I think the Dons will uh, go at Rangers from the first whistle. The way Rangers went at us from the first whistle on Wednesday night, 2-0 the Dons. I've gone 1-0 to Aberdeen. Uh, Celtic, Andrew, against Motherwell for the third time in six days. Yeah, so we'll be looking to see what sort of dodgy penalty. I think it's Kevin Clancy who's in, in charge uh, tomorrow. Dodgy ref, tomorrow. dodgy pen. Uh-oh. Yeah, but um, I think uh, home advantage will way at Celtic's way 3-1 Dave uh, same winning margin for me but I'm going to go for 2-0 Celtic I've gone for 3-1 Celtic as well um, Dave Hearts against Hamilton well Hearts they haven't exactly hit the heights uh, of late and that is an understatement three defeats and two draws in the previous five matches Aki's are undefeated in their last five two wins and three draws and they of course won at Ibrox recently I fancy a 1-0 win for Hamilton Andrew yeah I'm going 1-0 Hamilton as well oh I've gone 2-1 to Hearts um, so Partick against Hibernian Andrew well Hibs uh, are the only club alongside Celtic who have got an undefeated away record and I think that will continue they'll win 2-1 Dave that's exactly what I've got 2-1 to the high base. it's not going to happen because I've got it as well Ross counted indeed, Dave. <laughs> well, Dundee with a very impressive victory against Rangers uh, a week ago. Uh, could that signal a turning point in their season? On the other hand, County, they've been inconsistent under Owen Coyle. I think it'll be a tight one, but I'll go for 1-0 to Dundee. As have I, Andrew. Well, I'm going to go 2-0 Ross County because I'm looking at uh, Dundee's away form. One draw in seven games, six defeats. Mm. St Johnson, Kilmarnock, Andrew. Uh, a lot of people look at that one and say that there's nothing between the two sides. I thought Kilmarnock were quite decent against us last week in in spells, and I think they're good enough to get a share of the spoils. So I'm going to go one-one. Dave, uh, St Johnston impressive um, in beating Hibs uh, away the, in their last game a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to go for three one to the Saints, and I've gone for an exciting goalless draw. So that's our <laughs> predictions. Let's get the predictions representing the Red Army. Here's Craig Brown. Celtic against Motherwell. I think that'll be another draw. Uh, I think Motherwell might manage to squeeze a draw at Celtic Park, uh, uh, probably one each. Hearts face Hamilton Ackies. What will the score be there? Well, I'm brought up in Hamilton. I'm going to look for a surprise there. If it is a surprise for Hamilton to go and beat Hearts again, I don't think Hearts will score. And I think Hamilton could win one or two nothing. Yeah. Two nothing Hamilton. Uh, Partick Thistle versus Hibs. I think Hibs are doing very well at the moment. They're on a high. A 3 2 victory for Hibs. Ross County take on Dundee. Well, Dundee had a marvellous result against Rangers. Ross County have had a wee resurgence under the, the new manager. Maybe two each up there. St Johnston against Kilmarnock. I would take a 2-1 victory for St Johnston. Aberdeen against Rangers on Sunday. Scoreline? Wait, uh, one for it, like 2-0 for Aberdeen, and it should have been 2-0 only for Rangers. The third goal was well offside, so Rangers should one, have won 2-0. They deserve to win, there's no denying that, but I think Aberdeen will reverse the score that was 2-0 for Aberdeen. Well, Peter Hedder at home to Edinburgh City in League Two tomorrow. Here's Blue Toon boss Jim McInally. I watched them on Saturday against Cowdenbeath and they've added uh, two or three new players to their team. But for me, the best player in the park on Saturday was his boy Josh Walker, who's well known to the North East of Aberdeen, scoring, scoring for Aberdeen against Bayern Munich. And he's still a clever player, maybe not as uh, athletic as he was, but... 
he was by far the best player in the part on Saturday. So we need to keep an eye on him. The falls will get freed Dale Allegri, uh, Hibs, Dundee United, etc. Falkirk, who's a, who's a dangerous striker, and the falls will get a lone player for Falkirk. So uh, we obviously we, we we need to play well again, and we need to win our battles and. You know, but if we can take our forum for the, the Death Rovers game forward, then we'll be certainly have to beat. That's it on the Red Friday podcast. Thanks for checking us out. Remember, we're on North Sound 1 from 6.30 to 7 o'clock every Friday and the podcast is available both on the website and on iTunes. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday.